This is Valerie Van Boeven with the Senior Care Industry Netcast, where leaders with three or more years in the senior care industry share their advice. It's six questions in nine minutes, so let's get to it. And in a few sentences, tell us who you are and what you do. Great. Thanks for having me, Valerie. I'm Pam Foti, and I am one of the owners of Vesta Senior Network. We are elder care advocates, and we've been doing this for about seven and a half years. And in that time, we've helped over 900 families find the best care for their loved ones. We're educators, advocates, and experts. And most of what we do is help folks find the best assisted living for their loved one. But a lot of times we're helping put some of the other pieces to the equation together as well, whether it be finding home care or even hospice or you know, we've developed a network of uh, elder law attorneys, realtors, really trying to help people remove the obstacles that stand in their way when it's time to make a transition. Thank you. Yeah, that's a, it's a confusing, confusing time and overwhelming time for so many families. So it is. Um, really yeah, having all those resources at your fingertips is priceless. So what is the best thing about serving aging adults? Well, I can tell you that um, the since March, uh, I guess, what, 13th was the last time I was actually able to interact personally um, with one of our older adults. Um, every time I get to see one on a Zoom or FaceTime call it, I practically get tears in my eyes because it just makes me so happy to see them. Um, they have so much to offer. And, you know, our society, I think it's a little bit cliche, but it's true at the same time, puts such a, a heavy value and emphasis on youth. And... We have this wealth of information, knowledge, love, compassion, and experience in our older adults, and it's just such a blessing to be able to get to work with them every day. Uh, thank you. Yes, I would say absolutely right. We, um, the, uh, the amount of learning we could do from our aging adults is immense, and so you know, just listening to them is amazing. And I know that's a lot of what you do is listen. Yeah. So, um, okay, so we're gonna switch gears just a little bit. I'm gonna ask you about online marketing. I hear from other senior service providers that marketing online can be challenging, confusing. I know it's ever changing. So what is your, has been your experience or what are your thoughts on that? I think the toughest part about any sort of marketing in general in our business is that people don't necessarily know what they're looking for. So when they go out online, they really don't know what to ask, what questions to ask to get the information they need. So we really enjoy any opportunity like this. So thank you so much to be able to actually talk about what we do and explain that the services that we offer do exist. So often people are saying to us, oh my gosh, if I had only known about you two years ago, I would have been in so much better of a situation with my loved one. And um, that really, really leads us to believe that there is, there is some sort of secret sauce to this online marketing. And I'm not exactly sure what it is yet, but I just know that myself and my business partner, whenever we have the opportunity to speak about what we do, we do. Yeah, you know what? You're right. People don't know what to type in. They, they absolutely don't. And if you were to look at like a pattern of what people type in to find care, it's all over the map. Right. Um, and so, yeah, I think that doing any kind of video or talking about what you do and being able to get a piece like this as short and easy, 
out to the masses is really helpful for so many families. Absolutely. You're exactly right. Keeping, creating that content and being everywhere is really important. All right. There are probably other successful leaders in the senior care industry like you um, that maybe have been a mentor or an inspiration to you over time, or maybe an organization that's close to you, or many, maybe multiple organizations. Um, who would you like to give a shout out to? We love our Wisconsin chapter of the Alzheimer's Association. We think that they do tremendous work. Uh, we participate in their longest day uh, fundraiser every year, and we've raised over $35,000 in the last five years for the Alzheimer's Association. And I really want to give them a shout out because I think that that's another fabulous resource that people don't realize they have. Um, I think that people, you know, walk the dementia walk um, as an individual or as a family alone, and they don't know that there are so many great resources. And um, that's what the Longest Day Fundraiser actually does. It helps fund, fund research as well as caregiver support. And that's what's been great. Um, you know, we've all had to pivot, right, since March 13th. <laughs> and the Alzheimer's Association has as well. And they're doing virtual support groups and doing a lot more things online. So they're reaching people maybe in remote areas that may not, you know, always have such great access. I mean, Wisconsin, there's a lot of rural territory. So to be able to, um, you know, develop a new way to reach people as a result of COVID is really fabulous. So the Alzheimer's Association is a, is a fabulous resource. We work closely with Parkinson's Association as well. Um, you know, all those, all those groups kind of giving a face and a name to people with challenging, you know, conditions and their families are really important to us. Yep, absolutely. And I love what you said about COVID kind of forcing our hand and finding other ways to communicate with each other and to be present with each other. And even though it's not maybe ideal, it still reaches uh, these Zoom meetings or, you know, whatever you're doing, FaceTime or support groups online, reaches so many more people that couldn't possibly drive an hour for a support group and leave an aging loved one at home or something like that. So right. yeah, this has really been an eye opener on so many levels for communication. And uh, I, my hope is that organizations like the Alzheimer's Association, which I love too, is gonna continue to do some of these virtual meetings and things like that. They do a wonderful job. Thank you for shouting out to the Alzheimer's Association and uh, the Parkinson's Foundation. and all the other ones that, that help so many people. We don't even know how much they help. Right. All right. So we're going to transition back to your wisdom. What piece of advice would you give to other senior care providers? I think the most important thing that we need to keep in mind is that every single person that we meet is an individual. And so often we get asked, what are your favorite assisted living communities? Or what's the best memory care for my dad? And I, I always feel like that's a little bit of a trick question because I can't answer that without knowing your dad, without knowing your family circumstances. And I think that, I think that healthcare as, as a whole is, is so siloed. You know, you have your hospitals, you have your nursing homes, you have your assisted living communities, you have memory care communities, you have home care, and they don't, they don't, what can happen in one area of healthcare can't always happen in another because of regulatory issues. And so 
people don't recognize that. And I, and I think that we as, as human beings like things to be a little bit cookie cutter, like to be able to put things in neat little boxes with bows, and it's just not possible. And that is what is absolutely the very most important thing. Of course, we have our favorite home care providers and our favorite hospices and our favorite assisted living communities, but it's, we have a huge bag of favorites because everybody is so unique and it's so important to understand exactly what that person needs what that person will be comfortable with. Um, my grandmother died of Alzheimer's 23 years ago. And I, and I think about where I would have wanted her to be if I was doing this now. And my grandma raised nine children and she was a cook, not a chef. She worked in a school, a nursing home, a factory. And so the places that I, that I would love for her might have the, um, you know, the table, uh, the vinyl tablecloths that you change for every holiday with a pot of coffee in the kitchen. That's what I would choose for my grandmother. But we just chose um, a, an independent living community for my mother-in-law, and we finally refer to my mother-in-law as Fancy Nancy. So there's a putting green where she's going. So, you know, that's what's so incredibly important to recognize is that everyone is an individual. And, and we also have to recognize as adult daughters that we are choosing places for our loved one, not for us. So we need to think all of that through. Yeah, absolutely. What a great answer. Thank you so much. That is so wise. And not only for seniors uh, or for senior care providers, but for families to hear that. Um, it really is about choosing a place for your parent, not necessarily <laughs> the place that you might like best. Uh, so right. totally, I totally agree with you. Thank you for that. All right. Last question, supposed to be our fun one. When you have a win in life or with family or with business or a client is happy, um, how do you like to celebrate? This was the hardest question of all. And, I, and I, when I was discussing um, this with my business partner as to how I was going to answer and what was important to us to communicate, I said, I think maybe we need to celebrate more. Um, but I, I we, you know, we do like in everywhere in life, you know, you get so caught up with, um, okay, good. That one's finished. He's, he's moved in today. He's safe. He's happy. And then, okay, next so um, but what I think that, again, COVID has been an amazing, good or bad, um, teacher. Yeah. And I think that I've really learned, you know, to, to, to step away a little bit more. And um, my husband and I like to road bike. And so to, to jump, on, jump on my bike and you know, ride down to the lakefront, um, you know, do a nice 25-mile ride or something like that really is energizing and gives me the break that I need sometimes. I also have teenage daughters. So um, whenever, whenever they have time for me, <laughs> that, yeah, I, I like to spend time with, uh, with my teenage daughters as well. I think what's funny about it, though, is that my husband and I have so much more time together now because they're not necessarily interested in our time. So um, my family is very important to me and getting out, um, getting outside and enjoying um, the outdoors is, is what we like to do. Awesome. Yep. And I know in the business that you're in, you probably, um, a celebration might even be just your heart is so happy because yeah. you hear somebody say, I wish I had done this 10 years ago. Yes. I wish I had done this 20 years ago. And if everybody knew
when they moved into an independent living or an assisted living, I wish I had done this years ago. Absolutely. And uh, that is truly the reward. Truly the reward when even in our first initial conversation with maybe the adult daughter and I say, I'm going to help you. I know what to do. You can, you know, you can lean on me for this. And you, you just audibly hear their shoulders lowering, you know, and they're like, oh, thank God. And, and it's incredibly re- rewarding work because so often people um, do this in crisis, right? Yeah. You know, we lost my father-in-law in October and his, these words, so many words that he said will stick with me forever. But the thing that he said to me when he was in the hospital was, Pam, you know what the worst part is? You never know you're old till you're old. Yeah. So that's why we end up doing so much of this in crisis. So mm-hmm. if I can, if I can, you know, be a soft place for someone to land when they're trying to figure out something that is so overwhelming and so heartbreaking, um, that really is a good end of the day. Yeah, it really makes your heart happy. And there's yeah. nothing better. Uh, absolutely. Well, Pam, thank you so much thank for you. doing this episode and for being with us. You have shared your wisdom and we appreciate that about you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you.